Wednesday morning, Wax 104.5. Good morning, about 32 degrees around here. We've got uh, temperatures that are, for the most part, above freezing. Medford's at 29, but uh, looks like it's going to start warming up now, and hopefully for good for the growing season. We'll look for more sunshine today and highs in the upper 60s. It's chart time here on the Farm Show at Wax at the shank of the day, and I'm Bob. And I'm Scott. Gosh, I, I took the chance turning the furnace off last night uh, because I, I, I had a window open in the bedroom and stuff. And tell you what, I got up and closed that window and and turned that furnace back on because it's still a bite in the air out there. Oh, man, oh, man. I didn't turn the furnace on. I cracked the window. It's uh, good sleeping weather. But anyway, oh, absolutely. you were just telling me off the air. I mean, every year we get retirements, but holy man, some kids are retiring from teaching agricultural education. Boy, there are going to be some holes. Who did you say is retiring over in Section 3? Well, I saw a picture on social media last night that Mindy Goplin put up. Not Mindy isn't retiring, that I know of, but uh, Chris Jumbeck over at uh, uh, Cochrane Fountain City, uh, Kevin Whalen over at Arcadia, and Kent Hockey down at uh, GET. It, that's a whole bunch of experience retiring right there. But, the, Bob, the thing is, I think everybody on there is probably younger than us. <laughs> probably. I know they are. <laughs> boy, oh boy, that's, uh, that's a lot of experience. And, of course, we always lose teachers every year to retirement. But uh, those are three giants in Wisconsin uh, agricultural education. They are going to be hard to replace, and we certainly wish them well. Maybe they can sit around and have coffee with you from Revolution. What do you got this morning? I I got out the Sumatra this morning to warm up a little bit. I'm going to zip on down there this afternoon or this at noon and see what uh, sandwiches they have on special right in Black River Falls on the main drag. That's uh, Revolution Coffee. And, oh, what fun people there. Oh, that's good. you got something to look forward to. But uh, we're also looking forward to you rejoining us after the top of the hour for some uh, news and other commentary. I do have to ask you, what did you eat on anything you can eat day yesterday? Think about that. Boy, I forgot what I did eat. I don't even remember. (laughs) I I ate a lot. Let's just put it that way. I ate a lot. All right, we'll talk to you after a while. Absolutely. There goes Scott this morning. And a quick check of our weather. It's uh, more the same, partly sunny. Temperature's going to be in the 60s. Weather brought to you by Mark Wart Motors. Check out the redesigned 2021 Buick Envision. With elite technology and safety essentials at markwartmotors.com. Partly sunny right on through Friday or Saturday. And then we get to Sunday and Monday, chance of rain. We also get a chance on Sunday and Monday. Temperature is going to be in the low 70s. Before that, just upper 60s. About 67, partly sunny today. 32 right now. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. Well, I started my own restaurant because I love to cook. But that also means a lot of greasy pots and pans. 
and we can't waste time with endless sink changeovers. So we upgraded to Dawn Professional Pot and Pan. Dawn Professional cleans 58% more pots and pans per sink than the leading competitor. Less dish soap, fewer changeovers, and more time doing what we love. Dawn Professional. It's clean. Upgraded. From P&G Professional. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Big USDA report comes out later on today and a little discontent in the food supply chain. We're going to talk about all that and much more as we move along on a Wednesday here at Wax 104.5. On the farm, Wax 104.5. Just remembered, I had barbecued chicken yesterday on the grill. Mashed potatoes, baked beans. Oh, it was good. Hey, it's about a minute after 5. This is 104.5 FM. WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some news. BC News Radio. I'm Mark Mayfield. People in New York are reacting to violent attacks in the Middle East. Supporters of both Israel and the Palestinians clashed on the streets last night. They protested outside the Israeli consulate in Manhattan, forcing the staff to leave amid safety concerns. Both sides were barricaded off but got past police and began to fight. A second rally is set for today with others planned in Arizona, Boston, Colorado, Florida, Los Angeles, and Texas. The Department of Homeland Security is bulking up its intelligence arm with a new unit to fight growing extremism. Brian Shook reports. The agency says the Center for Prevention Programs and Partnerships, or CP3, will provide communities the tools needed to combat terrorism and targeted violence. It's replacing the Trump-era Office of Targeted Violence and Terrorism Prevention. The department is also adding a dedicated domestic terrorism branch. I'm Brian Shook. Three more states are declaring emergencies as thousands of gas stations run dry. Florida, Georgia, and Virginia are all following the lead of North Carolina. A surge in panic buying has led to shortages and long lines after a cyber attack shut down a major pipeline on Friday. The pipeline's 5,500-mile system is expected to restart this week. A federal judge has sentenced a former nursing assistant to seven life sentences for murdering seven elderly patients at a West Virginia VA hospital. Tom Roberts has the story. A judge called Rita Mays the monster no one sees coming in Tuesday's hearing. Mays pleaded guilty to killing the seven patients by injecting them with insulin. The victims were between 81 and 96 years old and served during World War II and the wars in Korea and Vietnam. The 46-year-old Mays sobbed as she was sentenced. I'm Tom Roberts. And if COVID booster shots are needed, they'll be free. As a promise from the White House, it's still unclear if a third shot will be necessary to protect against future variants. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Everyone at the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board lives and breathes Wisconsin soybeans and can be your knowledgeable ally in the field and at home. With important grower alerts, timely production advice and industry news, and expert-generated grower research, we are the resource to help your crop and business thrive. Stay in the know and connect with the Wisconsin soybean community by finding Badger Bean on Facebook or by visiting badgerbean.com. A lot of folks around here are breathing easier because of Grace Home Respiratory. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory is a local company that puts customer service first. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory provides an array of medical equipment, services, and supplies to help their recovery and enhance their quality of life. They appreciate that Grace Home Respiratory has the experience and qualifications that exceed their expectations. So when you need home medical equipment and services, turn to Grace Home Respiratory not only for the equipment you need, but for their dedicated staff of respiratory therapists who are on call 24 hours a day. 
To find out more, call Grace Home Respiratory at 715-832-7377 or online at ghr-ec.com. Grace Home Respiratory hopes for you health and safety in this uncertain time with the COVID-19 pandemic. At Grace Home Respiratory, they know we will get through this together. Need new laundry? Shop now. In stock now, Amundsen'sAppliance.com. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Weather more the same, at least until uh, the weekend. Sunday, Monday, chance of rain. Otherwise, right on through Saturday, it's going to be partly sunny, a few clouds out there. Temperatures going to be in the upper 60s. It'll be about 70 on Sunday, 73 on Monday, again with that chance of rain. Right now, it's 32 in Rice Lake, 29 in Medford, 34 over at Wausau, Marshfield at 37, down at La Crosse, it's 38 over at Green Bay, 34 down in Madison, Sun Prairie, the warm spot this morning at 44. Milwaukee's checking in at 37 here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls area, 32 degrees right now on our way to another day a lot like yesterday, only a little warmer. And the wind, the breeze is going to be dying down too, and that will help a lot. About 67 and uh, partly to mostly sunny today as we look at the markets, see how good they are. There are some numbers we haven't seen in a few years. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. It's like I blinked and suddenly all my business shifted to e-commerce. Now, my business hours are whenever my customers need me. My customers want everything now and faster than ever. It's a whole different world. Your business is changing. The United States Postal Service is changing with it. We're bringing you fast, reliable shipping nationwide. And we're bringing it right when your customers need it. Let's discover new routes. Visit USPS.com slash new routes. The United States Postal Service. Priority you. At CVS, you could earn up to $50 in extra bucks each year just for filling prescriptions. Terms and conditions apply. Not available in all states. See cvs.rxrewards or pharmacy for details. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get to the market. Pearl Mutual Insurance and uh, Scott Cash Livestock. Fed beef steers are at 110.5 to 117.5 with a mixed 105 to 110. Fed beef heifers 105 to 117 with a mixed 92 to 104. Fed Holstein steers 97 and three quarters to 104 with select and choice 60 to 97. Cows are at 50.5 to 60 with the top selling 60.5 to 68.5. Bulls are at 80 to 95. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 64 and a half to 85. Sows, 60 to 70 and a half. And boars, 20 to 35. New crop market lambs are at 170 to $2. Old crop market lambs, 142 and a half to 170. And feeder lambs, 170 to 360. All right, we'll get the farm news for you in just a little while. Yes, you will. All right, at the uh, Mercantile Exchange, 
Livestock futures cattle prices mostly higher. Hogs were lower yesterday. Live cattle were higher across the board. The June cattle price, 118.62 at the close. That was up 40. August up $1.70 at 122.05. October, 128.15. That was up $1.60 in December at 129.85. That was up $1.35. And uh, speaking of cattle, we got to remind you the North Central Wisconsin Cattlemen's has a big day coming up in June up in Medford. We'll be reminding you about that, but uh, good one if you're in the cattle business. All right, feeder cattle were mixed. May was down 12 at 135.32 at the close. August up 15 at 148.85. September at 150.47 up 40. October at 151.75 up 47. And November at 152.65 up 15. Lean hog carcass contracts were lower. May 111.47 down 42. June 111.17 down 92. July at 111.42 down 127. And August at 106.75 down 135. More to trade again. Yeah, some numbers we haven't seen in a long time. A volatile market, uh, supply, demand, dry weather for planting. What's going on? Well, as we look at these prices this morning on the Board of Trade, July corn overnight. Up six cents at seven twenty-eight a bushel. The oats up three at four eleven. Wheat up six at seven forty-eight. Soybeans for July up thirty cents a bushel, sixteen forty-five. Soybean meal up five fifty a ton at four fifty-two fifty. Hopefully, you didn't sell all those beans last year, and <laughs> you got some that uh, you can price now. Barrel cheese, half a cent lower at 169. Blocks up a quarter at 177. Butter up three at 181 and a quarter. May class three up three cents at 1889. June up $18 to 19, 18 cents rather, to $19 even. July up 19 at 1939. August up three at 1939. And September up a dime. At 19.52. And that's a look at our markets this morning. Courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance, almost 11 minutes after 5. Farmers understand the power and the value of the sun. They understand return on investment. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is an opportunity to get rid of that energy bill. Farmers understand taking expenses away. They, They just get it. It's the difference between renting and owning. You are renting your energy currently. Okay? Own your energy. It's a no-brainer. You are going to have that energy bill. You're going to. It's a known expense that every farm has. Put a solar field in, put a solar system in, and now make your own energy. It's a business decision, just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. You should reach out to us, and we will come out to look at your farm for a very specialized, specific quote for you. Even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. The planting season does continue. Many folks have their crops in already. So what do we concentrate on when we get the crop in? Brad Matson joins us once again. And he's the agronomy supervisor with Provision Partners Cooperative in western and central Wisconsin. And, uh, Brad, we've got some of that crop in mainly here in the western side of the state, a little lighter soils, a little tougher in the central part. But uh, we have to look ahead. What kind of controls do we need to do for insects, uh, weeds, things like that? Yeah, Bob, we got uh, 
the next logical step in the, in our process that we're going through now is, is looking at how to manage weeds and uh, what effect that's going to have on the crop. Probably after last night, we're down in the low 20s here, that probably froze off a lot of the weeds, but as resilient as those are, those are probably still growing good. Some of them are. And uh, when to control, how to control are, are really critical questions. You know, we went to a, a, a pattern in the early 2000s with Roundup Ready that, well, let's get everything up and we'll spray it in one swoop. It looks really nice when we can kill everything and it turns brown and we know where the, the product is working and it's doing its thing, but does that cost us? And there's a lot of studies out there to prove and, and show that keeping this soybean crop and this corn crop weed-free for the first 30 to 45 days is really crucial on yield. So with that said, that that pattern, that program, you know, is a little bit more challenging to use nowadays. When I went to school, it was we studied weeds in depthly, uh, learning how to identify them, those types of things, and that kind of went out of the woods here with uh, uh, with the invention with the Roundup Ready crops because you could spray and get everything. Now with the resistant weeds, we're going back to managing that chemistry again with water hemp and Palmer amaranth and. Woolly cupgrass and some of these other ones are, are really challenges and in, in, in control. And it takes a more sophisticated management strategy now than ever before in managing these uh, weeds. And uh, looking at timing is critical, how many passes we have to make, all those things are going to have to come into play in effectively managing our weed problems as we go forward with this crop. I guess we've got to get back to weed identification because, as you said, so many of these are getting to be resistant, so we need to identify them and identify their stage of growth for the proper control, right? Oh, absolutely. Rotating herbicide families, you know, the old adage that, that used to be uh, when you find some uh, chemical program that's really working good on your operation, it's the time to switch. And, and that sounds uh, a little ignorant, but it really has a lot of uh, truth to it. Uh, switching up these chemical families so we can manage this re- its resistance management so that we're not basically breeding these uh, super weeds and uh, mixing up a little bit. And, uh, you know, we used to have a lot more rotation. If you've got hay in the rotation, that helps tremendously. But if you're corn-soybean grower, resistant management is a really critical aspect in, in, in your farming plan. As we uh, get into hopefully some warmer weather here soon, these weeds, like the crop, are really going to sprout. So is it, I guess, behoove us to get professionals in there like yourself and other agronomists that can really identify these things and time the application precisely? Oh, absolutely, because depending on what program you want to run, there's a whole set of conditions that you want to try to maintain. You know, is it an early post program? Uh, that's a whole different management style compared to, say, a uh, all-pre-emergence type of a program, <clears throat> and making sure that they identify the problem weeds that you have so that the mix is going to do a good job of controlling them so you can minimize uh, escape so you don't have to go back over that crop again for a rescue treatment. High-yield production is all about stress mitigation, so we try to do everything we can to mitigate the stresses on that seed, because our maximum yield is when we open that bag, and everything is from downhill. There's nothing we're going to do to add yield to this crop. It's how do we prevent the loss of yield. So applying these chemicals, understanding them so we apply them correctly at the right time to mitigate any kind of stress on our on our corn and soybean plants is going to be critical. 
you know, so talking with the experts, or we have, like I say, agronomists in every location, more than willing to talk to you about, you know, a plan for your managing your uh, weed control on your farm and uh, and helping you execute that plan. That's what they're for. The agronomists with Provision Partners Cooperative, available at uh, all locations of Provision Partners. Brad Matson with us once again. It's time to start looking at weed control. Make sure you have the help of your agronomist from Provision Partners Cooperative. Osseo Ford and Nels Gunderson Chevrolet is your one-stop shop for your next pre-owned or new vehicle. For over 90 years, they've offered Western Wisconsin one location with the best brands and huge inventory. Our pre-owned vehicles allow you to get a quality vehicle at an affordable price. If you're looking for a dealer who delivers value to its customers, come to the crossroads of I-94 and Highway 10 in Osseo or shop online with no-touch delivery made easy at osseoauto.com. No gimmicks, transparent pricing, and people who stand behind their products. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 18 minutes after 5 o'clock, uh, about 31 degrees. We'll get about 67 and some sunshine today and not near as much wind. That will be nice. Well, big uh, report coming out of Washington today. Scott, what's that all about? Yep, the USDA will be releasing its May World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report. Most grain traders don't expect that report will do much to ease their ongoing concerns about tight corn and soybean supplies. But traders in the markets are also aware that this report is early in the season and the growing season is just beginning. For today's report, the trade is looking at U.S. ending corn stocks for the current marketing year will be about 1.26 billion bushels. That would be the lowest in the past seven years based on a corn crop this year of just over 15 billion bushels. For soybeans, the early estimate for ending U.S. stocks is 120 million bushels, also the lowest in seven years. With the March planting estimate of 87.6 million acres, acres in soybeans this year. Traders expect the U.S. soybean crop to come in at 4.4 billion bushels. That report comes out at 11 o'clock this morning. And again, this is an early report. Uh, You know, the crop's not even all in the ground yet, and they're estimating the size of the crop. So again, but we're looking at prices we haven't seen in a long, long time. All right, sir, go have some more Revolution Coffee. We'll get more news from you in a little while. Sounds good. There he goes. Uh, That's Scott this morning as he takes a look at the farm news. And uh, coming up, a new Wisconsin meat caucus. What's that all about? As we look at more farm news here on Wax. Brought to you by Chili Implement in Chile. Part-time operators in search of a full-time baler can stop looking. The Vermeer 504 Classic Baler makes baling easy. The wide pickup and optional bale-shaped sensors maximize productivity. And with minimal setup and adjustments required, you'll spend more time baling and less time tinkering. With a low 50-horsepower recommended PTO, the 504 Classic is a good fit for just about any operation. And considering the price in the Vermeer 3-year pickup warranty, it's an even better fit for your budget. See him today at Chili Implement in Chile and ask about the 504 our classic baler from Vermeer it's the real deal 
Hi, this is Paul from Northside and Loyal. A healthy rumen and a dairy cow is the most critical factor in cow's health and performance. Pressed feed intake or improperly balanced rations can alter rumen pH balance, lead to compromised gut structure, and leak pathogens or toxins in the bloodstream. At Northside, we are passionate about your success and will customize a nutrition program specific to your cows that promotes a healthy rumen and a healthy performance. Learn more at northsideelevator.com. Over 70 Rams, now available at Chilson.com. We're here with Mary Brost, insurance specialist with Egg Country Farm Credit Services. Mary, why should farmers get a hail policy? A hail policy can mitigate against hail or wind damage that can reduce your crop revenue. With increases in commodity prices, your crop has become more valuable. We want to protect the entire value of your crop and give you peace of mind throughout the growing season. To get started, contact your Ag Country branch or visit us online at agcountry.com. Keep it at Rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. As far as agriculture is concerned, Wisconsin is a leader in many areas. Dairy, of course, being number one. But another area that we really are leaders in is meat processing. Our small meat processing plants around the state of Wisconsin produce some of the best sausage and cold cuts that you will get any place in the country. And it's an important part of our agricultural industry. And Pam, some folks are doing some things to give that industry more voice, aren't they? That's right, Bob. I think sometimes we forget just how big Wisconsin's meat processing industry really is. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. I learned more about it by talking with Kevin Ladwig. He's with Johnsonville Sausage, and he is one of the new members of the Wisconsin Meat Caucus. Now, this caucus represents more than 500 meat processors across the state, small, medium, and large, those mom-and-pop shops that you go to for deer venison, that you go to for fair processing. Those are the people that are now making up Wisconsin's Meat Caucus. And Kevin says the goal is to help state officials recognize the importance of the meat processing industry and what they need to continue to grow. Yeah, you said it well, Pam. You know, this is a huge industry, a very important one for the state of Wisconsin. You know, the industry puts out about $44 billion in economic output. So one of the more significant industries in our state and one certainly worth investing in. Over 100,000 people are employed by meat processors throughout the state. And it's really interesting, Pam, of the 72 counties we have in the state of Wisconsin, 68 are represented by having at least one meat processing facility. So we're literally north, south, and east, west across the state. Now, you folks are so serious about making sure that this gets some attention, that you've actually formed a Wisconsin Meat Caucus. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, that's right, Pam. We we have formed a caucus. It's really an attempt to align the 500-some meat processors across the state in terms of how we can best speak to the challenges and issues that we have. And really, we've come together uh, everyone's been involved from small, medium to large operations, and we really we've honed in on three areas that we think are most important for the industry. You know, the first one is, is talent development, having a talent pipeline, making sure that we have adequate talent to help staff and support our industry. Infrastructure uh, is a second one, which is really around plant and new equipment, maybe to help modernize some of the plants in our state. And lastly, you know, there needs to be an inspector overseeing operations at every one of those establishments. And we certainly need help 
while having more state inspectors in these operations to make sure that plants are following all the regulations that our industry has. So those three areas really are the areas the state has aligned and our caucus is really talking about. I want to ask you, Kevin, from your perspective as someone that was in the meat industry, not a rookie by any stretch of the imagination, Johnsonville Sausage, tell me what you learned. What chinks in the armor became very apparent about a year ago? Well, what's really important to note is that uh, many of the processes across the state were really busting at the seams uh, for the last couple of years and really not having enough infrastructure or the ability to absorb a lot of the demand. And a lot of the demand really comes from consumers who want to buy local. They want to support local farmers. They perhaps want to support local businesses, which oftentimes are family-owned businesses. So they were already overwhelmed. And on top of that, as you mentioned a year ago when COVID hit, we certainly saw some of the challenges that our supply chain had nationally. Many of us saw shortages of our favorite products, including meat at the grocery store, which really brought to light that when a large operation, regardless of where it is, goes down, that really creates a lot of disruption in the supply chain and our our goods, including food. So the good fortune that we have is that within the state, we have all these smaller processors that can certainly help support that. And I think that demand on top of COVID really led to kind of where we are today, which is huge demand for products coming from small, medium, large operations. And really, most of the processes across the state will tell you that their backlog now, Pam, goes well into 2022, sometimes into 2023. So there's huge demand out there. We have a great infrastructure established. We simply want to energize it even more than what it is today. I want people to understand that uh, the meat processing industry is a science. It is a technical skill, which is why I'm glad to see that the Wisconsin Meat Caucus is focusing a lot of attention on things like technical colleges. Uh, that that ready-to-go talent, Kevin, has got to be a little frustrating at times. It sure is. We desperately need kind of industry-ready talent. And we're working really hard on trying to create an infrastructure or a roadmap to be able to do that. You know, oftentimes our industry is not very well understood and people kind of bump into it by accident when they're looking for career choices. We want to make sure that we get our message out that there's many careers in our industry, oftentimes family supporting careers. We think technical schools can certainly play a vital role in supporting students or adult learners who perhaps want to learn more about the industry or perhaps want to make a career of it in our industry or perhaps even want to start up their own business, which oftentimes we're seeing more entrepreneurs looking at the meat industry as a possible opportunity. So regardless of where you want to plug into the industry, we certainly want to share with you all the opportunity we have because this certainly is a growing industry. And again, that's Kevin Ladwick, the new Wisconsin Meat Caucus. And uh, if you don't get around to some of those uh, smaller meat plants that uh, we've got, you're missing out on some real treats. I don't care what you like with the bacons that they make or the sausages or the beef sticks or hams. Uh, they do a wonderful, wonderful job. When you go through a lot of these small towns, even here in the Eau Claire Altoona area, a lot of great smaller meat plants that uh, I think you will enjoy. I think you'll enjoy the markets, too, because uh, Rocky's going to join us next from over at Premier Livestock in Withy. It's 28 minutes after 5, 31 degrees right now. 
Health and happiness for your family, your farm, and your cows are probably on your mind these days. Let Starblends feed your cows like they're their own. And the best way to ensure these ladies are taken care of is to evaluate what they're eating. And now is the perfect time to review your feeding plans. Starblends nutritionists will make sure your cows are getting the best feed possible because at Starblends, they feed your animals like they are their own. Call 608-269-1515 today for your free consultation. Or go to Starblends.com. That's Starblends. Blends.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 28 and a half after 5 o'clock, and Rocky is with us over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Good morning, Rocky. Good morning. Well, is a lot filling up? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, been pretty busy. So. When's that sale, that machine sale again, machinery? Uh, June 18th. Right. So, yeah, we're trying to, I know everybody's busy farming, but uh, we don't really need to get to work and get the equipment in. So, uh, lots of calls and lots of people looking at what's in already. So. Oh, I'm sure they are, but uh, that's not till June 18th. In the meantime, uh, what's been happening in, in the sale ring? Uh, thank you, Bob. Good morning, everyone. This is how the week is uh, shaping up so far here at Premier Livestock. Markets are a little stronger this week on the fed cattle, high choice and prime Holstein steers sold from 95 to 106.50. Select and low choice 84 to 94. Choice B steers and heifers on a light test 98 to 110. Market cows sold stronger. Most cows 49 to 60. Those higher yielding cows from 61 to 72. Market bulls higher yielding 85 to 95. Lower yielding 85 and down. Organic market cows been very strong. They've been selling every Monday, mostly from 85 all the way up to $1.21. Low yielding uh, organics below 80. Newborn Holstein bull calves uh, market on Monday was just really on fire. Uh, Holstein bull calves 150 to 245. Uh, the beef calves 175 all the way up to 385. Holstein heifer calves 10 to 70. Today, Wednesday, 9:30 a.m. We have our hay and bedding auction. Uh, 11 o'clock.